Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Commissioner Cooper, and you are waking up with TSS Fantasy. (laughs) Need about a pound of coffee this morning, indeed. Let's get it started. Welcome to, let's start with our introductions. Welcome to the studio, my friend, Dr. Jeffrey Miller. Welcome, sir. Good morning, Commissioner. Today on the house call, we are going to translate what a jacked up hip injury really is. (laughs) I can't wait for that. I love those great medical diagnoses like jacked up. Um, all right. So again, thank you for waking up with us. Don't forget to visit us, tssfantasy.com. All of our current rankings for today are up. Um, I do got to make a little bit of adjustments. I'll do that this morning, but um, check it out at least after 8.30 a.m. Um, all, all the rankings will be updated. Um, as well as you can check our latest shows out, um, everything with TSS, obviously, and of course, our web store, Nick's not up this morning, partying in Vegas, by the way. Hope you're having a good time. He'll be at the Eagles game today. We'll have a little report from there for Monday's show. Um, But since he's not here, let me plug the store, bonfire.com. You can go to our website. You'd see a link for it in there. We have shirts, tank tops, sweaters, anything you want. We got it, TSS. Check it out. Don't be a Grinch, as Nick always says. Also, social media. Check us out. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. We got it all. I'm not really still not sure what I'm doing on TikTok, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, but we're getting there. Um, also, don't forget, visit Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. There are so many great podcasts on there from wrestling to racing, baseball, basketball. We got it. You want it. We got it. Just check us out. We got your sports fix. And if you're just hanging out in the working or if you're driving in the car, don't forget, you can turn on Unhinged Radio, and it has all of our great podcasts on there, 24-7 Sports Radio. Again, we got your sports fix. Check us out every morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Make us part of your morning commute. We are the fantasy show of the people. 
Also, don't forget, by the way, right after this, you can go to Unhinged Radio. You can check out Ready, Set, Week 7, where I had the lovely Mary Jane Cooper join me. Um, talked about some legal things, just me and her one-on-one breaking down Week 7. So, as we get this morning started, I know Dr. Miller's ready to go back to sleep, so let's get him in. Let's start the house call. All righty, so I'm bringing up the injuries here at the bottom left. Dr. Miller, welcome to the studio, sir. Let's bring in the house call. Excellent. Good morning. Let's begin by talking about Thursday night. We'll talk about last Thursday's Browns game and Baker Mayfield in particular. So it's not news. He sat out in the win over the Broncos. And his original shoulder injury dates back to week number two. Missed tackle, right? He dislocated his shoulder. He reduced it spontaneously on the field. In other words, his non-throwing left arm popped out and popped back in. And the original story was that he had a partial labral tear. This was the story we ran with for a couple of weeks. And to briefly revisit the anatomy there, the labrum is the suction cup in the socket that holds the ball in. It holds the arm on the shoulder. And the story he went with for a couple of weeks was that it was a partial tear. And this evolved. And it evolved to going from a partial to a complete tear. And now the story has evolved further. It's been complicated by what he's describing as a tubercle fracture that is, quote, preventing his rotator cuff from firing. Now, I want to translate Mayfield into what's likely happening because we don't have the full medical report here. But this likely is a Hill's... Sachs lesion, which is a compression fracture or a little denting fracture in the back, top, and side of the arm. So for those of you who are watching, like right back in this region, it would be medically described as the posterosuperolateral humeral head, but translated the back, top, and side of the arm. And this is very reasonable speculation. I'm starting to hear a little bit of medical discussion that this might be what's happening. This is very reasonable because in 2007, the Journal of Arthroscopic and Related Surgery did a study and found that in 65% of acute dislocations and 93% of recurrent dislocations, this hill sac lesion was present. So who cares? What are we going to do about this? Mayfield, he's hoping to return week number eight. He's hoping to return Halloween. Not buying it. Couple of reasons. Number one, we have no reason to believe what he's saying when we've gone from a partial labral tear that's not going to affect him to a complete labral tear with a bony fracture. So he's not the most reliable source on this. (laughs) But number two, if this in fact is what's happening, I said last week he can have big surgery now or bigger surgery later. I think if this is actually what's happening, he might not have an option. And he may realize that it's time to go ahead and have this potentially season-ending surgery. Now, my only surprise in this is that if he's known about the Hillsax lesion all along, why he didn't go ahead, have it taken care of a month ago, and looking to be back into action soon. So the story with Mayfield is, though, although he's saying he's coming back week eight, don't buy it. Hmm. 
Wow, that's interesting. Um, and listen, I I've torn my ACL um, in both knees, and you know, waited for a repair. And that's it's not the same type of joint, but I know how it feels when a joint pops out and pops back in. I promise you, it is, does not feel good. Um, and in any event, I don't want any sack on any of my joints. All right, brother, go ahead. We got next. <laughs> <laughs> I can't follow that. We have a sack injury. I got the um, winning one-liner. That's all I got. <laughs> so let's talk about Jarvis Landry. So uh, left knee injury, likely an MCL sprain. He was activated off the IR for last game and hurt his other knee. Went out in the fourth quarter, but did come back on the last drive. So good news for him. I don't expect him to miss any time moving forward. That's it's Jarvis Landry. Oh, awesome. Yeah, you know, he's a warrior as far as uh, football players are concerned. So I do love Jarvis and glad to hear it's nothing, nothing major for him. All right, who else we got? Absolutely. Let's talk about Antonio Gibson. And, and you did a great job a couple of weeks ago sitting in for me talking about the real dangers of playing on a stress fracture. So Antonio Gibson is officially listed as questionable. He's continuing to manage this shin or tibial stress fracture. So front shin bone. He appears, again, likely to play. We may end up with another in-game setback. Um, he himself has, acknowledges, have a, has acknowledged, excuse me, re-aggravating this. He's acknowledged that it's painful, but he continues to say he wants to play through the pain. This is at least the fourth straight week of playing through a stress fracture. Now, to your point from a couple of weeks ago, stress fracture is a very small crack in the bone. The bone is damaged. The bone is weakened. This happens very commonly with either repetitive trauma, commonly seen in athletes. But what it boils down to is he is playing with a weakened lower leg bone. He is playing every week with a weakened lower leg bone. He is certainly at increased risk for this fully fracturing at some point moving forward. Um, I do have my reservations about the safety and the, the wisdom of him playing, but I do expect him to play, even though he's questionable. So let me ask you this. Let me throw you off a little bit, but I, just a quick question because I'm sitting here thinking about it. So if you were the Reds FT's doctor, sorry, if you were FT's doctor, what would you say to Antonio Gibson? What would be a time frame that you'd be comfortable him resting and him going out there hundred percent, not worrying about the, the fracture? So I think that that's going to approach this in two different ways. If when it was originally diagnosed, we said, let's take a month, let's recover. He'd be back by now. Full speed. Sure. At this point, more rest would likely be appropriate. We're looking at more six to eight weeks. This, this is going to be rested in the offseason. We're mm -hmm. not going to end up seeing him take any meaningful time during the season. But you know, if you're a team doctor, you're, you're playing with a slightly different set of rules than the rest of us. You know, If you and I had this stress fracture, we can easily put our leg up in a boot. We're getting paid to run our mouths, <laughs> not run on the field. So... I don't want to look down upon the judgment. He, this guy's getting paid to do what he does well. However, it does come with an inherent risk. You know, as a back, we'll just cite the same evidence we've talked about a few times. He has almost a two and three chance of missing at least one game due to injury. So there are inherent risks to it. I would have sat him a month at the beginning of the season, but they didn't contact me for that. <laughs> yeah, it's just, a, I, that's what I just find interesting. Instead of like, you know, we said, hey, Sit down, rest a month, be back. He'd be back now, full speed. Listen, we're in week seven. You, this is 
as they've been advertising the biggest season ever. So, you know, why would you not rest this guy knowing I think a lot of teams you'll I think you'll see you'll start to rest players a little more because we have an extra game this year. Um, so to me, that doesn't make any sense. Um, I'd rest him right now. Um, might as well just get on it because, you again, you're on week seven. You got a long season to go. You could potentially, you know, hurt this guy into next season. So it doesn't make any sense to me. All right, Doc, who else you got? Now let's do uh, real quickly. Ricky Seals Jones yes. missed some practice early this week, um, but he looks like he's good to go. According to the Washington Post, he'll play today against Green Bay. Awesome, that's good. Now I called I call him out um, last year, or excuse me, last week, um, saying to pick him up. I like him a lot. They go to the tight end a lot, so he's he's a great fill in uh, right now with the injury injuries there at tight end position and FT. All right, who else we got? We'll go to the Giants. We already know Galladay's out. Tony's out. They're, they're depleted, right? They don't have any targets left. Uh, Sterling Shepard officially is questionable, but he was able to practice on Friday. Apparently he looked okay while he was out there. He probably shouldn't play, right? You don't want to re-injure a re-injured hamstring. Um, but given the depleted status of their receiving core, I don't think the Giants have an alternative. I expect Shepard to go today. Yeah, that's, man. I mean, Kadarius Tony out, Galladay out, Barkley out. Um, they activated Pettis off the um, practice squad. So if Sterling Shepard goes today, I mean, I play him with caution. It's a tough matchup. I know you're like, wow, he's the only receiver um, right now. Um, but, you know, that comes to a to a cost, like when you're playing against the Panthers, a good Panthers defense. Um, you know, Booker actually might be a good play, however, um, because you're going to get the running and the dump offs from Daniel Jones. So um, interesting, um, <laughs> crazy. They're almost like basically the Baltimore running back uh, situation there in New York, which is it's been pretty crazy. All right. Who else we got? So <clears throat> last week we uh, we quoted Coach Pete Carroll of the Seahawks on the show, and he was calling Alex Collins injury a jacked up hip. And he said it was a right hip and glute injury. And you actually helped me out with this one quite a bit. We were trying to translate jacked up hip and you said booty injury. Um, so that was, that was good. There's actually probably a better description than coach Carroll's description. So now we're getting a little bit more clarity. Uh, Alex Collins has a groin injury. He's officially listed as questionable, but expected to play Monday night. Yeah, that's, um, <laughs> So this is a tough one. Um, I actually have Alex Collins because I had Chris Carson. So for those that are listening and have this issue, I am there with you. Um, I'm just, I'm a little nervous. I mean, this guy didn't practice um, Thursday. He didn't practice Wednesday. We we were told he was going to practice Friday. Still didn't practice. Um, makes me a little nervous all, and we're talking about a Monday night game. So for me, what I did is just went ahead and pulled, uh, I think it was Jacoby Myers in my flex and just left him off. I'm just too scared because I don't have anyone else in that Monday night game. So if I go in there and all of a sudden Alex Collins is a late uh, scratch with his jacked up hip, plus Rashard Penny was activated off the IR. So he's going to eat into those carries too. I'm sitting Alex Collins this week. All right, who else we got, Doc? Let's go to Detroit. We'll talk about both TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift out there. Uh, Hawkinson's questionable with a knee limited practice this week, sat out Wednesday, but did practice a little bit, both Thursday and Friday. Deandre Swift with a groin questionable technically, but expected to play, um, limited practice again throughout the week, but he reports that he's going to be ready to go. 
Okay, awesome. Yeah, I mean, they again, um, a lot of people, um, in fact, a couple of our cohorts um, actually had to sit um, Hawkinson, one of the better tight ends in the league. I wouldn't sit him today. I think there's a lot of uh, trepidation against the Rams defense. Um, Again, they're good actively making points and making turnovers, not so good at stopping people. So I do like TJ Hawkinson today and Swift to do good things. Who else you got, Doc? Last one for the morning. Let's talk about Garoppolo again. Um, so, <laughs> Mr. Glass. I think so. I'm, I'm going to get this backwards one week. One week Garoppolo's in, Lance is out, Lance is out, Garoppolo's in. I, I don't even know who's playing anymore. Um, so Garoppolo went down, something like week four with a right calf injury. Trey Lance started. Now Trey Lance is out with a knee sprain. Garoppolo's starting today. He was limited in practice early in the week. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Are you an experienced healthcare professional ready for a change? UNM Hospital is hiring. Visit us at unmhjobs.com and explore a multitude of career opportunities at UNM Hospital. At our teaching hospital and level one trauma facility, you will deliver more to our community at UNM Hospital. Visit unmhjobs.com to learn more. University of New Mexico Hospital is an equal opportunity employer. But apparently full practice on Friday. Um, he says he's still not 100%. You know, that's concerning but not surprising. But given Lance isn't an option, Garoppolo's the man today. So let's yeah. screw it up. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't get hurt. That's the main thing. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one other quick note. I know this is kind of um, – out of the elements, I guess, a little bit as far as injury is concerned. But Damian Williams is activated off the COVID um, list. However, um, I would caution you. I wouldn't make him a, 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 a right-away starter. Um, the fact of the matter is um, Herbert's played well, and you have the fact that this guy hasn't practiced nor played in two weeks um, coming off the COVID, coming off a, a bit of COVID. So again, wouldn't be looking to start him today, but just to let you know, he is active today. He may play a little bit. I just don't see him playing a whole bunch um, being out two weeks, but you know, who knows? He could come in and run 200 yards. What the hell do I know? All right, Dr. Miller, we appreciate you. Check Dr. Miller out on Tuesday. He'll bring his house call in. We'll talk about all the injuries that happened on Sunday. Um, so be sure to check him out then. We appreciate you, Dr. Miller. I know it's camping season, so next Sunday we're going to be without him. Um, he's going to be out remoting and uh, putting sticks together and all that kind of good stuff. But, you know, that's the good stuff with the kids, and it's that time of year, man. So we do appreciate you. 
You bet. See you midweek, my friend. Yes, sir. You have a good one. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. It's time for the weather report. Hi, this is Freddie the Jester from TSS Fantasy. As you know, I am a jokester. But one of the things I'm serious about is the health of my car. If my car is not working properly, I take it to the auto clinic in St. Cloud, Florida. Anytime my brakes or AC needs to be repaired or I just need general maintenance, I take it directly to the auto clinic where they take care of all my auto needs. They are a complete auto repair shop. If you need repairs done to your vehicle, the auto clinic is the place. It can be found at 1524 13th Street, St. Cloud, Florida, 34769. And you can call them at 407-892-8104 to schedule an appointment. You can trust the folks at Auto Clinic that you can trust I'm about to have another snack break. Well, Freddie must have had a bunch of snack breaks last night because once again, he doesn't show up. All right, so we are going to start today with today's weather report. All righty, today's weather. All right, now again, it's you're starting to see the weather. The weather is starting to turn a bit, as they say. Um, the cooler weathers are coming. Um, some a little bit of uh, rain here and there, um, but we'll talk about that here in a second. Let's go to our first game. Um, 48 degrees, FT at the Packers. So as I mentioned, I'm down here in Florida, so 48 degrees is like, wow, I don't think I'd even uh, – Put a toe outside. Um, <laughs> it's overcast and eight mile an hour winds. Um, so nothing crazy. It's not windy. A little chilly, though, like I said, an overcast day. Um, starting again. The, the season is starting to turn. Gotta love it. Love this time of year. Um, the next game, we got KC up at Tennessee Titans up in the mountains of the Smoky Mountains. Uh, love Tennessee. 72 degrees today and clear what a beautiful day for football 11 mile an hour wind so from the south southwest nothing crazy um but um still a little bit of wind but a great day for football in tennessee that's for sure um going down to miami i am not going down today i am just a little aggravated with the with the situation that's going on down there i'm sorry i just don't want to take the trip i feel like if you're not going to show up for games why the hell should i the Atlanta Falcons against the My My America's team, Miami Dolphins. I was stuttering because I'm so aggravated. 83 degrees today, humid, big surprise, and overcast. Um, so a typical Miami day, six mile an hour winds. Um, you know, nothing crazy, but it's not too hot, uh, but it's going to be a nice day down in Miami uh, for some football. Let's go to New England, where again, beautiful weather. 54 degrees, the Jets at New England, 54 and clear, six mile an hour winds out of the West. Um, so again, beautiful weather in New England for football. We got Carolina at the New York Giants, 57 degrees, partly cloudy, five mile an hour winds from the Southwest. Cincinnati, all these obviously are in the same area, so we're getting the same weather. Um, Cincinnati at Baltimore, 58 degrees, mostly cloudy, seven mile an hour winds out of the south-southeast. 
Um, Philly at, at the Raiders, Detroit at the Rams, and Houston at Cardinals. They are all in a dome, so no need for weather there. Um, let's talk about the Bears and Tampa Bay. That is 83 degrees, and it'll be overcast, six-mile-an-hour wind. So, uh, again, nice weather, um, not too hot. But in the evening games, that's where things might – this is where you might need to pay attention, especially because these are the evening games. Um, so you might want to get your starters in now because if you have a kicker, um, I think in either of these two games, I would not play them. We got Colts at the 49ers. So any kickers um, in this one, I'm not sure I'd go. It's 64 degrees, heavy rain, and windy with 15-mile-an-hour winds. This is going to be a crazy game tonight. So um, the defenses might play a big factor today, and then definitely Jonathan Taylor I like today, and whoever ends up running the ball for the 49ers, I like a lot too, um, unless they do their normal platoon. Uh, but hopefully it's Eli Mitchell today. Um, he should get some good points if he is the designated starter. Um, we'll see how that goes. But I do like uh, both the running backs and defenses in this game. Uh, Crazy, looks like, again, heavy rain, windy, 50-mile-an-hour winds. Definitely be aware of that. Also, even in the Monday night one, Saints at Seattle. The winds are at 14 miles an hour, so that's nothing to shake a stick at as it is, and 54 degrees and light rain. So it's going to be a little rainy with with winds. And, again, it's getting a little chilly. So, again, got a, it's it's looking pretty uh, pretty. It's getting the weather starting to affect these games. So, again, I know it's I, you're probably bored listening to hear me talk about it, but now it's starting to play a factor. So thank you. Uh, thank you for all that. Now, Jester's not here, but I just want to show last week his locks that he went last week. He went three and two. He went Minnesota with the two and a half. He got right. Packers six. He got right. Um, Chiefs NFT over 54 was wrong. Ravens, the two and a half was correct, and the Steelers, given five, that was incorrect. So, the Jester, I'm sorry, my friend, that you couldn't wake your butt up um, to do them this week, but that was what he did last week. Three and two, not too shabby. All right, well, he's not here to dance, but we're going to do it anyway. It's time for this week's Breakdown. Breakdown! Breakdown! All right, don't stop, get it, get it. And we talked about some of these games um, on uh, the last episode with Mary Jane, um, but we're going to talk a little bit more, but we'll go a little bit more in depth into some of these. Now, I'm going to pull up the rankings as well. Um, Again, tssfantasy.com. You can check out all our current rankings, um, what we got going for this week. All right, going into the next matchup that we um, hadn't talked about, FT at Green Bay. This is, again, it's going to be a little cold, a little overcast. We were just talking about the weather there. Um, you know, again, interesting game here. Um, Antonio Gibson, we just talked to the doc about him. I mean, it's one of those, um, you know, you have to play him if he's going. But, man, you have to be a little nervous. And I know it's by Mageddon. So, you know, again, if you have Antonio Gibson, I don't think you're going anywhere else. Obviously, you don't have any other choice. However, um, you know, it's it's – one of those tricky situations that if he gets hit on that leg the right way, you saw it last week, he goes out of the game, you are without those points. Um, so, again, I don't know what other better options you might have, um, but that is something you need to take a look at um, in this particular matchup. If there's somebody else, 
No, don't go. You got to play him. I only have to say, you know, it depends on who it is. But if it's, you know, if it's somebody that you think is going to get on the field and get on there a lot, I think I'd go with uh, them over Antonio Gibson today. Um, Terry McLaurin is go as a go today. I mean, he was popping up in and out of the injury reports. I do. I, I do think he'll have a decent day because, you know, they're going to have to keep up with Green Bay. Um, Taylor, Taylor Haneke, you know, last week didn't play very well. And then the rumor, the QB rumor start. And, you know, here we go with that. So, um, you know, but prior to that, he was playing well. I think he gets back on track today. I know the Packers defense is good. Um, I just don't think, <clears throat> I think, you know, again, ebbs and flows. I always say that um, that is something I think Taylor is going to be on the up end of that flow. Um, and have a decent game to keep up with Aaron Rodgers on the other side. Ricky Seals-Jones, I called it last week as my stardom tight end. Um, I'm not going to have him a stardom this week, but I do think he's going to be decent. I'm, I'm just, you know, concerned, concerns over his injuries, obviously. Um, you know, he hasn't, he haven't seen him in a full-time role. So I don't know, you know, if this guy's injury prone, how long it'd be in and out. I do, um, I do, however, still think he'll have a decent day today. Again, going back to the theory of they're going to have to keep up with the Packers or in a case, um, in any case, it might even be garbage type points. Who knows? On the other side of the football, I mean, listen, FT came into the season with this big defense that was, you know, it was supposed to be, you know, the, the D that was going to set the fantasy world on fire and so on and so forth. And they've been a big flop. So, again, you're going against Aaron freaking Rodgers today. So I don't see them stepping back up, and I like Aaron Rodgers a lot today. Of course, how can you not like Devontae Adams? He's been their target monster. I mean, forget Robert Tunyon, Randall Cobb, who are you? I mean, it doesn't matter. He is just throwing the ball to Devontae Adams because he trusts him. He knows he'll be He knows he'll be the guy. He knows he'll be open. And, in fact, let's not forget – the um, the tweets and stuff that he sent out prior to the season, the last dance. Well, the boys are getting off um, before the last dance, I guess, so to speak. So they really are putting in work. I like Devontae Adams today. Um, Robert Tunyon, I mean, he might be he's my little sleepy, sneaky guy this week. I do. I do think he's going to play very, very good today um, against this, uh, again, FT defense. Um, I think again, Aaron's gonna go, gotta go somewhere else at some point. Um, so again, I think he might be that second guy today. I think be the day he finally shows up. Aaron Jones, again, I mean, it's Aaron Jones, one of the top um, running backs in fantasy. So of course you play him. However, AJ Dillon is starting to really eat into those carries a little bit. I, you know, I noticed it two weeks ago, really started to notice a lot more AJ Dillon. So I would just say um, caution this week. And I know it sounds silly, but if it ends up a blowout, you could end up seeing a lot of AJ Dillon the rest of the game. Uh, might not see Aaron Jones, might just work AJ Dillon a lot. So Caution. It's by Mageddon. What else can I say? It's not like you've got anyone better to start over Aaron Jones, but just be wary of that today. Um, something to think about. I just want to throw some, um, I guess, some uh, anxiety before you start watching the game, so to speak. So, all right, let's move on to the next game. Ugh, I don't even want to talk about this one. The Atlanta Falcons going against America's team, the Miami Dolphins. Um, again, Mr. Season ticket holder, I apologize to my boys. I just did not want to take that drive today. 
Um, you know, you guys really got to step your game up. No, that that's not predicated. I do, um, you know, we love going down to the games. It's just a long day for us to drive down there. And, you know, listen, at the end of the day, if you're not going to step up, why am I going to take all this trip? All right, I'm sitting here talking to the Miami Dolphins like they're listening. I know they are not. Let's talk about the game, the Atlanta Falcons, uh, you know, Coming off the bye week, they've started to click a little. Like, it's starting to make sense to Matt Ryan. The The offense is starting to uh, starting to fire, uh, with, even without Calvin Ridley the week prior. Um, so I like Atlanta a lot today. Um, Xavier Howard, um, Byron Jones, um, and, and, we, and we don't know what's going on with the Miami corner situation. So um, if they are out today, man, it is big-time rush for Atlanta. I like Calvin Ridley no matter what. Um, you know, it's one of those bounce back times. It always seems like it comes against us. Kyle Pitts, I've talked about this in previous shows. The Miami Dolphins defense are known, I mean, absolutely infamous for being bad against tight ends. So I like Kyle Pitts a lot today. He'd be a must start. But again, it's by McGinn. You're starting him anyway. Uh, but definitely a must start today. Um and even Mike Davis, Cordo Patterson, that's somebody I wanted to bring up. He is somebody that I like a lot today, too, because even in the Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner the old Miami Dolphins it doesn't matter if it was from the 80s 90s it always seems when we get these gadget players like we just can't stop them um so I like Cordell Patterson today although I called out Chenault for that reason and he didn't really show up (laughs) but Cordell Patterson much better than Chenault um I like him against this Miami defense today um that doesn't look already doesn't look good and now without some of its best players um could be Big time trouble. And since, you know, I brought up the Ridley, I brought up uh, Pitts, the guy throwing it to him, Matt Ryan. I mean, you know, again, it's Matt Ryan. He gets the disrespect all year, and yet he still comes and brings it all year. So I like Matt Ryan today. Um, I think he's going to have a good day against Miami. In fact, I have him number nine. I have him as a top 10 this week. On the other side of the football, some of the worst offense I think I've seen in a long time. However, I think today with Atlanta's defense, Tua Tungvaluwa is definitely a good start today. Um, I don't know if he's top 10 material. I do have him just below that. Um, So I do like Tua. I think he – I have him at 14. Sorry. I do think um, he will – 
eat a little today because Atlanta's defense um, isn't all that stellar. They don't blitz all that much, which is actually um, what sets off Tua, unfortunately. Once they start blitzing him, I don't know if it's his size. I'm not sure what it is. Um, but, you know, teams, like I said, when it was down to the Bills game, it was very obvious they went after him. The Patriots talked about it in game one, how he gets flustered against the blitz. I don't know if it's his size, not able to see over the line. Um, but, you know, again, depends on what Atlanta sets up with today. But, I, you know, again, I think Tua will look good today. Miles Gaskin, that's an interesting guy to talk about in this Miami backfield. I, even though my wife did not hear my advice because she didn't wake up with TSS Fantasy, she's still sleeping. Um Miles Gaskin is not a startable running back right now. He had that one one week where he had that great week, and if you start him, great job. Um, if not, you know it is what it is. He said he's still sitting on your bench. They're going through a platoon, which is strange because they don't even have you know any type of running situation, I guess. I mean, Malcolm Brown had flashes, looked okay. Um, Ahmed doesn't look like the, what he looked like last year. Um, and Gaskin's the same. I talked about it prior to the season. If you blow on him, you're knocking him down. So I, you know, again, um, not real high on Gaskin. Devontae Parker, uh, again, he's going to be a game time decision. Not really sure. He's questionable. So we're unsure of his situation today. Um, so with that said, if Preston Williams also, he's a little questionable also, if it's it's going to be back to the Jalen Waddle show and Gasecki. So Jalen Waddell, Gusecki, big plays today, I think. I think both of them you can start with confidence. Um, Tua, I'm like, I almost want to say confidence to start him, but I just can't do it. Um, he's he's close to the confidence for me. I like Tua, though, today, but um, I don't know about confidence. I have to play him. It's by McGettin, and I have Prescott. So I am uh, playing him today in one of my leagues. Um and but like I said, I'm very nervous about it, but it makes it fun anyway. You know, it's my team. It'll be fun to root two on today. And defensively, again, we talked about the Miami defense. You know, it's not very good. Um, you know, so again, I don't think I would start them as like a sneaky little defensive start um, by McGinnon. That's for sure. All right, let's go on to the game that I think won't have a lot of fantasy relevance. The Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. All right, so uh, you know it, this is this is one of those games that I just think is going to be one of those old school AFC North slobber knocker punchy in the mouth type of football game, um, which means Joe Mixon will be hurt. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it, this is one of those games where I just don't see um, you know with the both defenses playing as well as they have. Even though, listen, so much disrespect to Lamar Jackson. I mean, even, you know, Nick, I know, I, I no disrespect, you know, this is not on you, but you've said it many a times prior to the season. You kept saying, well, he's not a passer, he's a runner. It may be true, it may or may not be true, but the fact of the matter is, Lamar Jackson, to me, if we're talking about MVPs and people that are putting a team on their back right now, he's got to be a leading candidate. Really, really love what Lamar's doing this year. Um, just really, really impressive on the air, on the ground. He's putting that team on his back and really doing great things. So we're talking, um, about, excuse me, talking about quarterbacks. I like Lamar this week. Um, although again, um, I'm a little nervous about this game because I think it's just going to, the points are going to be few and far between, but no matter what with the Ravens, 
no matter what, those points that are few and far between are going to come from Lamar. So <laughs> definitely can start him with confidence no matter who, who they play because um, anything the Baltimore offense generates, Lamar Jackson is the person who generated it. So I uh, I do like him. I think you can start him with confidence all day today. Um, on the other side with Joe Burrow, Ooh, I have him at 11. I mean, I, I sat here and talked about it being a slobber knocker, but my rankings don't reflect it. And it's just because they're both that good. I mean, Joe Burrow can find Jamar Chase at any moment on a deep route. Um, you know, in the same, they, he does have a couple other good weapons. Although, you know, again, I talked about it last show. I'm so tired of hearing about T. Higgins. Let's just not bring that name up anymore. Tyler Boyd, you know, even C.J. Uzma, he's been playing well. Um, so that offense is good. Um, but again, let's stick with the Baltimore side. Um, again, Hollywood Brown is kind of a, mm, not really sure what to do with him. Uh, but he, again, it's by him again. You play him receiving wise. Also, I like Bateman today. I think Bateman's day today to show out and show what he was picked in the number one spot for, for the ball for, excuse me, in the first round for, for Baltimore. Um, I think he's going to have a decent day today. I do like him. Um, and again, no matter what, I would just still start the Ravens defense. You know, you never know, but really want to talk about the running back situation. I don't know if Freeman looks like he's going to start, but I can, it goes back to, do I start him with confidence today? Although more than likely, if you've picked up Devonta Freeman or you just have him on your bench, this is going to be one of those plays today where it's like, okay, I don't have anyone else. I just got to throw him in there. Let's see what happens. And who knows? He may go off free today. He might be might have a decent day since he might be the only guy because they did activate Le'Veon Bell off the um, practice squad, so he will be there um, to play today. So um, will he'll eat in those carries like he did? He got the little um, untouched touchdown, if you will. So um, you know he might eat. Also a little bit, and again, Tyson Williams, you know, I don't know why they just don't run the rookie. You have a rookie, run him. Let's see what he's got. We know what Devonta Freeman and Le'Veon Bell are going to do for you. Um, you know, it's, I don't know how much they're going to do for you at, at their at the end of their careers. Mark Andrews, obviously always a play as well, so just something to look out for also. On the other side, I kind of went through it real quick with them, um, with the receiving core um, and Joe Mixon. You know, again, what do you do with Joe? You got to start him today no matter what. But it's a tough matchup for them. And, um, you know, again, I jokingly say watch out for an injury. But it's true. You just never know if any of these hard-hitting games uh, when Joe Mixon will be exiting your fantasy team. <laughs> That's for sure. All right, going on to the Detroit. This is the 4 o'clock games. Detroit at the L.A. Rams. Um, you know, Jared Goff has had some uh, moments, I guess, some flashes um, in the past um, this season. Um, however, the last couple games, not very good at all. Um, going against a tough Rams D. So, um, you know, and again, I talked about it earlier. Rams D is good. They are great defense. However, they've been allowing a lot of points and allowing a lot. Like it's almost a bend, don't break defense, um, but they've been breaking, so to speak. So um, last week had a great game, obviously, and they're very opportunistic too. Let's just not get that twisted. Lots of turnovers, lots of stuff you want to see from a, a fantasy defense. Um, however, I don't think that makes the Lions offense must sits. I think Jared Goff might be a decent play today. I like TJ Hawkinson. I mean, again, we're in by Mageddon. So if you need a quarterback this week, I don't think Jared Goff, I wouldn't shy away from him, especially if you need someone. I don't know what other 
options are out there on your league. So that's kind of tough to call, but he's not going to be somebody if you're looking at him like, Oh, I gotta, I just gotta stay away. I gotta go with like Mac Jones. No, I would stay with uh, Jared Goff. I like Jared Goff um, today to be okay. Um, and on top of the fact, this is the big thing. I have Matt Stafford number one as my QB this week. And you might be like, well, what Matt Stafford number one, He's going against Detroit. I mean, if you're not, if Sean McVay, I mean, if they're not sitting there having a conversation right now, like, you know, this week, you know, he's a young guy. Sean McVay's young. I can just see him. I can see this conversation talking to Matt Stafford. Like, look, these these guys, almost these basic guys ran your ass in the ground. Let's light their ass up today. I love Matt Stafford today. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, you name it, start them. Henderson, obviously, great play. He's been a great play all year. Um, Higby, I play. Rams D, you play. So anything Rams, if you got a Ram somewhere in there, I just go ahead and pop his ass in there because honestly, I think they're going to go off today, which means on the other side, Jared Goff are there at garbage time, whatever you want to call it, or trying to keep up at first in garbage time. So watch out for the um, Detroit Lions today. Um, Fantasy wise, now again in the scoreboard, whatever. But watch for fantasy players in that Detroit game. Don't shy away. I think they might have a decent day today. Let's go on to the Philadelphia Eagles. They're in Vegas. Our buddy Nick Flanders is in Vegas. Nick, I hope you have a great time at the game today. There's nothing like the NFL. NFL football. It's fantastic. Love going to these games. Um, love. I'm love that you're traveling, uh, Mary Jane and I. We have a stadium tour that we're doing. We've been to New England. We've been up into Philly. We've been to a few places, and we're, we're going to keep keep that up uh, next year, maybe even this year. Who knows? Um, but hope you enjoy the game today, Nick, and we'll have a little clip from you um, on Tuesday's show uh, coming from the game, so that'll be fun. So in this matchup, I like Jalen Hurts. I mean, you know, I've been talking about him all preseason, talking about it now. With their defense, again, you know, not that great in the secondary. I mean, they're actually – I shouldn't say that. They're actually, they're crazy enough, have been – I think they're seventh, actually, against the pass. They're actually been decent, so I shouldn't say that. And you do have L.A. or Las Vegas, who's always helter-skelter. You don't know which David Carr you're going to get. Um, don't know a team that's going to show up. Again, we talked about them in the preseason not having any identity. It still remains to be remains true. I'm still not sure what Raiders team this is. But for Philly, anyway, Jalen Hurts I like today. Again, so that means Devonta Smith. I mean, I do like him. The, the Slim Reaper again today. I mean, and let's listen, Goddard's activated off COVID. Um, no Zach Ertz. That was the news earlier. So you've got to like Goddard today. I like him a lot. I mean, they throw to the tight end a lot and now he's the only guy there. So that could be, that could be great stuff for Goddard, Goddard, uh, owners today too. So you got to like him a lot today. Devonta Smith, I mentioned, I don't know about this running back situation. Miles Sanders seems like now is starting to establish him more himself more as the number one back, and Gainwell starting to take a step back a little bit. Um, however, how can you start any Eagles uh, running back with confidence? I have no idea. I mean, it's really just one of those things. I just would not be able to do it uh, just because of the because of all of the lack of production as of late. Just seems silly to uh, start any of them. On the other side, again, Helter Skelter, David Carr, not sure what we'll see today. Could be a great game, could be a shitty game. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Josh Jacobs, could he show up? Could he not? Um, Henry Ruggs, again, does he make an appearance? Does he not? 
Darren Waller, though, that was an interesting guy that came up late this week on the practice report. He's listed as questionable. However, he still should be able to go today. Again, like both tight ends in this game. And again, it's by Mageddon and it's the tight end. So, I mean, who the hell are you sitting for Darren Waller? I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I like both tight ends today in this particular matchup. Defensively, you know, I'm not sure what to say about both defenses. Um you know, Philly, they're both actually kind of in the same boat, kind of show up when they want to. <clears throat> so this could be, you know, one of one or go one or two ways. Um, but I do think the um I do th- like the Eagles offense today and the Raiders offense um as well. I think they both might have have some decent days uh, against each other. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, that whack ass Jester finally woke up. So we're gonna bring him in, talk about the rest of the games. What's up, TSS family? This is Mike, the straw that stirs the drink. Now I know we all have our own ways of grading talent on fantasy football. A huge part of it, much like in life, is passing the eyeball test. You always have to look your best so that you could be at your best. That's why I go to Underground Cuts Barbershop in Orlando. Rob and the boys have been making ballers in Orlando look their best so that they can be at their best. On the field or on the air. Nobody performs miracles like the barbers at Underground Cuts. So go check them out. They're at 1005 West Oak Ridge Road, Suite 6, 32809. Or give them a call. 407 858 0080 Underground Cuts, a proud sponsor of TSS Fantasy, the fantasy show of the people. Well, he finally woke <laughs> up, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you getting here, Fred. Thank you and welcome to the studio for the last 10 freaking minutes. Bro, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I know what happened. You slept in, you lazy ass. All right, let's go. Let's go real quick. I don't know if you have the games available, but um, last week I had. We, I just so you know, I kept kept my word, and I I kept your record three and two last week. So you went um, the Minnesota at two and a half. You got. Packers mm-hmm. at six that you got. The Chiefs and FT over 54. Well, you did not get. They scored 44. Ravens at two and a half you got. And the Steelers at five you did not get, unfortunately. So um, since I'm kind of been in all the games, do you got your games up for this week? I do have the – what's that noise? Uh, it's unfortunately Barney as the <laughs> – somebody got up and wanted to play Barney. <laughs> Okay. Uh, what games have you done so far? Um, well, we've done pretty much all the one. I'm in the four o'clocks. We've uh, we still haven't talked about Houston, Arizona, Chicago, and Tampa, and Colts and San Francisco. That's kind of where we're at right now. All right, cool. Let's do it. All right. So what? Let's go into the Houston and Arizona game. Um, for Houston, you know, David Mills. You said don't sleep on him last week. However, he kind of slept on you, unfortunately. Um, it's going to really come out very well, but you know, I've been talking today about a couple quarterbacks. I like in garbage time today. He is definitely one of them. I mean, if you don't Arizona, I mean, their defense is great. So you can't expect a great game off the, off the jump for David Mills, 
but you can expect some garbage time minutes later on in the game. I mean, Arizona might even be in prevent mode at that point. Don't also forget, I, I mentioned Matt Stafford um, today as my number one QB. Why? Because of the revenge factor. Don't forget Hopkins revenge factor today against the Texans. Trust me, he wants to show out. I'm sure Kyler Murray and him have been talking prior to the game like, look, we're going to stick it to these guys today. So, um, so again, something to look out for as far as fantasy is concerned. Again, we're going to buy him again, so you're starting Hopkins no matter what. But he could have a huge day today, um, so I like him a lot. Um, again, Brandon Cook. So we talked about David Mills getting garbage time. Again, you can expect him to get some garbage time. I'm not sure, you know, about Mark Ingram, David Johnson, you know, whatever. But you might be forced today to play one of those guys. So, again, they may get some garbage time points. Going on the other side of the ball, Chase Edmonds is healthy today, so it's good to go. There won't be any, you know, select just James Conner. So you can't expect some split stuff out of them. But, again, you're starting them today because they're going against the Texans, D. Any of, any of, you know, you talk about Rondell Moore, you can talk about Christian Kirk, you talk about A.J. Green, doesn't matter. You, you want to plug one of those guys in because you need one, you need that guy, plug him in today. This is the day to do it, um, especially against the Texans. All right, what do you got on the, oh, and my bad, real quick, Zach Ertz, by the way, could be a good play today also in his first game. Might want to get him acquainted with the offense, so you could see some big catches out of Zach today. What do you think about this matchup, Fred? I, I hope it doesn't become a blowout too quick in the uh in the game because then they start pulling out players and they start running the ball. I, I I need the Texans to have a little bit of fight in them, just a little bit. But they they have negative 18, so they're thinking the Cardinals are going to win big. And I think they do win big, and I do take the Cardinals with the 18 points. It's going to be something like 40 to 15, something ridiculous. So, yeah, I, I, will, I definitely uh, start the, all the Cardinals – don't start none of the Texans. This is going to be super ugly. Kyler Murray, D-Hop, revenge game. They they cover the 18. Yeah, they definitely cover the 18. I like that a lot. All right, we're going to make sure we mark that one down. All right, what other, do you have any other games that we already talked about that you've you made the um, picks on yet? Or you just you just waking up, so you're, just, you're behind? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead. All right, we'll go on to the next game. The Bears are visiting the Bucks today. Um, you know, I don't. This one's a tough one for me because I, you know, I sat here and I had the, uh, you know, I had the option to pick up Justin Fields today against this poorest Bears, uh, excuse me, Bucks defense in the secondary, but I just can't do it. I just don't. I, you know, Justin Fields has just been average at best. You can see by his statistics that instead of like the first game, it looks like he was just doing his thing. And I think Nagy's kind of reeled him in because now he's playing more mistake-free um, type football. And I don't think he's that guy. He's got to be out there. He's a playmaker. He's got to be out there moving around, making plays. So it's a tough one for me on him today. Um, Allen Robinson is questionable today too. Um, so just be wary of that. I like Darnell Mooney though. Again, we've talked about this buck secondary. Um, at the end of the day, Again, we've talked about garbage time and pickups, um, getting that garbage time minutes. This also may be a garbage time minute situation. You got Tom Brady on the other side. No Antonio Brown, no Gronk. Expect Mike Evans, expect Chris Godwin to have great games today. You can also expect OJ Howard to play a little bit of a role today as well because he seemed to be stepping up in the last few weeks. And the Bucks D for me, 
is a definite start today. What do you got on this game, Fred? Oh, damn. It, it feels good enough to exploit the weak secondary of the Bucks. <laughs> I don't think he's ready yet. I'm picking the Bucks. The spread is 11 and a half, but I, I, I'm going more with the under. I, I still think Chicago has really good defense. I think it does step up. I don't think they score more than seven point, 47 points combined, so I'm taking the under. Yeah, okay, the under on that one. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, that's a tough one. Uh, a tough one to call, really, because Justin Fields could have his breakout party today, but also Bucks D is a swallowing hole today, too, so you just never know on that one. All right, let's go on to the 8 o'clock. Now, I know you missed the weather report. I know you missed it, so I wanted to tell you that in this particular game, the rest of the games are kind of like whatever, but in this particular matchup, I mean, the weather is going to play a huge part. It is going to be heavy rain, like 64, I think the degrees was. Let me pull it up here. So <laughs> 64 degrees, heavy rain, and it's 15-mile-an-hour winds. If you have a kicker in either of these teams, do not start them. Uh, Quarterback-wise, Jimmy G's coming back in this game. I, you know, I'm afraid for Mr. Glass. I'm going to be honest with you. You're coming back into this downpour game. You're already injury-prone quarterback. Uh, you know, that's why I even still have Trey Lance in mind. They're starting Jimmy G today, but I still put Trey Lance in my rankings because, quite frankly, I can see him getting on the field today. Um, and this this is actually where I'd start Trey Lance if I was the if I was the coach. You have a game like this, you want your running quarterback in. I would totally put Trey Lance in. But Mr. Glass is going to be on the field today, so I'd be wary uh, for him. Like I said, this is um, a dangerous territory for him. Jonathan Taylor, though, I like a lot. And whoever runs the ball for the 49ers could have a decent day. If it's Eli Mitchell, you know, who knows who it's going to be? You know, you just never knew prior to the season it was always a crapshoot. Now it's definitely a crapshoot. Um, and T.Y. Hilton's out, by the way. Um, and, again, I, I don't know if I'd start any of the receivers, even Thebo Samuel although they do run him a little bit, so he might be a decent play. All right, Fred, who you got on this one? Oh, man, this one's close, man. Oh, my God. Uh, I, uh, obviously, you want to start the running game, like you said, if the, the weather's that bad. Um, I, I, They got the 49ers favored by 4.5 points. I don't think they cover the spreads. I think the Colts win this game, to be honest with you. I don't know. A lot of people are picking the 49ers. I just don't see it. I'm going against everybody else, and I'm taking the Colts. And and the, the 49ers do not cover the four and a half. I'm taking the Colts. Gotcha. All right. And then Monday night. We don't usually get to talk about Monday night. We always end up getting against it. We got a we got a minute here. Um again, we talked about the weather, talking about this one. 54 degrees and rainy with 14 mile an hour winds. So again, and this is up in Seattle. Um, you know, again, I'd be wary of the kickers in this game. Uh, but in the running games um, could be could be a factor again against possible light rain. So, you know, it might not be that much of a factor, but the, it's going to be windy. We know that. And we at least know there's possible light rain um, on that game. So, again, you have Geno Smith. I would definitely start Saints D. I would put them up high this week. They're going to create some turnovers for sure. Um, so I do like them. I like Alvin Kamara this week. Seattle's defense is, quite frankly, awful. Um, so Alvin Kamara is going to have a good game. I like Jameis Winston as well. I like Callaway also in this game. I actually picked him up in another league. For some reason, they had dropped him. I picked him up and put him in my lineup this week. I think they're going to have a decent. He's going to have a decent game. A good bounce back for Jameis Winston as well. Geno Smith. Who knows? Like you said, DK Metcalf could end up being um, you know the guy that he ends up going to. Would definitely sit Tyler Lockett. Don't like him at all. 
Um, actually, Greg, I wish he would have been here because this starts and sits were unusual, were very unusual this week. But he did have Gerald Everett as a starter, which I would be interested to see why he'd be putting uh, Gerald Everett as a starter this week. All right, so who do you what do you think about this matchup, Greg? I, I think the Saints win. I don't think they cover this spread. They favored by four and a half. I think the Seahawks. Plus four and a half, actually, uh, they may lose the game, but they're going to take the Seahawks with the four and a half points. I think they're going to lose around 24-20 so the Saints don't cover. And I think it's going to be a decent game in, in that hostile environment. So I think the, the crowd keeps Seattle in it. And I know you're yeah. up against time. Go ahead. You're good. You're good. Go ahead. You're good. We got so a minute. My other, my other player of the week for number five, I, I truly believe the Jets with the negative seven. I don't think I think the Patriots win, but I would take the Jets because I don't think they win by seven. I think they'll be really close. Um, I think the defenses both stand up. I think the Patriots win, but by that field goal. So take the Jets as well. Those will be my my five picks for the week. So let let me ask you this: it, Was that your way of just throwing the Jets in there? Is that is that what, what you were doing right there? No, like, I was looking at the games I missed, and I'm like, all right, I think they can do this. <laughs> I actually agree with you. Um, I think that one's going to be real close. I actually think the Jets can pull that off. I mean, you know, their defense is good. Um, I talked about it yesterday. That was a game I talked about actually with uh, Mary Jean. Um, Bill Belichick likes to shut down the number one threat, so I don't necessarily like Corey Davis this week um, because that's what he's going to be looking to do is shut that down Um, And because what else really do the Jets have? But that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to shut it down. He can want to all he wants. They do have a good D, so I do like their D today. Um, but, again, I think this is going to be a close game, like you said. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, nonetheless. All right, we are up against it. Don't forget, visit us at Radio Unhinged if you want to listen to last, or excuse me, our last episode, Ready, Set, Week 7. You can check us out always at 8 to 9 a.m. on Unhinged Radio. Make us part of your morning commute. We appreciate you guys waking up with us. This is going to be a big day today. Um, so good luck to everyone. I know we're getting to that time of the season. These games mean a lot more. Um, so, again, good luck. And by Mageddon as well. So play your players with confidence. My last piece of advice, go with your instinct. If there's somebody you think is going to have a good day, go with it, man. Because guess what? You'll be mad at yourself if you didn't go with it in the first place. All right, guys. Well, do it. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All right, guys. We appreciate you and we are out. Do, do, do. We're on a mission, mission, guys. We're on a mission, guys. We're on a mission, guys. We're on a mission, guys.